0: With us today, this Sunday morning, is Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky, And uh, I always enjoy talking to him because we look up in the sky at night and, and we wonder what we're seeing and what we're not seeing. But with his guidance, we can see more. Uh, good morning, uh, Dr. Cates. Uh, how are you?
1: Good morning, John. Always good to be with you and the listeners. Wow, what a week it was in space. How about that a mission, that whole mission called DART, that actually it did impact this little asteroid, and what we're seeing, John, here's a quick follow-up. The, uh, the spacecraft, when it did hit the impactor, that is, the little tiny asteroid called Didymos, they had released a small little probe, these tiny little probes called CubeSats, about uh, a week or two ago, which I, uh, is an Italian one called Lycia Cube. And reason for that, it was to follow the spacecraft and see what happened after it exploded. It sent back some images. So, John, this little asteroid that we're trying to move out of its orbit, it's like a little rubble pile. But big telescopes on the Earth, including those in space, how about that? The James Webb Telescope showed us some amazing images of this debris coming off of it. So we'll know, hopefully, in about another two weeks or so, if this spacecraft did what it's supposed to do, and that is try to move an asteroid out of the way. And hopefully, if one comes toward the Earth, we can do the same. Isn't that amazing?
0: That is amazing. How many miles away is it? Was it
1: 7 million? Yes, 7 million miles away. And, John, I use that analogy and so many people not to steal their thunder. It's like if you shot a rifle and hit a target in Los Angeles and that small bullet size actually, you know, hit a bullseye. So that goes to illustrate the you know, the dynamics of how this thing is. And it's so amazing. But the ground-based telescopes got us but some is really there something interesting- in
0: a, Is Is there something supposed to happen now? Is it supposed to move its trajectory?
1: Well, they're hoping that it moves the orbit of this little tiny satellite or this little asteroid around this other, other object, this binary asteroid. So we'll have to see, John. The jury's not out. At, you know, it's really still out, obviously, as to what might happen here. So we have to wait and see. But,
0: Understood. John, I always
1: bring up something interesting, and I know the listeners, I'm sure, appreciate it, the mystery of the week. And this particular week, we talk about something so bizarre. How about something? maybe billions of light-years away, called gamma-ray bursters. Now, what's going on here is more energy than you can imagine, maybe even more energy than a black hole, comes out of one of these tiny little stars called a neutron star. This is what they think. And when it fires this beam of energy out into space, we notice it. So lucky for us, we're far enough away from these little things called magnetars, super powerful magnetic fields. How about this, John? a quadrillion times more magnetic field than the Earth has. And the sad news is if the magnetar was 100,000 miles away, 100,000 miles away, it would tear the atoms out of our body and just dissolve us, and it would wipe out the data on all credit cards or anything that uses magnetic fields. So lucky for us, the nearest of these magnetars, at least that we think, is one about 9,000 light years away, and they're also called fast radio bursts. This is another mystery of the week. How about that?
0: Wow! I, I stopped there for a second just to think it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I also saw that the, uh, uh, the the Mars helicopter is active again. It got recharged up and mm-hmm. it's active.
1: Absolutely, and that's one of the greatest technology feats, John. If we look at things, you know, other than the spacecraft, the Dart spacecraft. You take a look at this tiny little helicopter that's rotor blades have to spin at an incredibly high rate because of the thin Martian atmosphere, but you're so right. What's happening on Mars is when the sun goes down in this particular time, you know, the hemisphere changes and seasons on Mars, you need a little rest, and it's done so many great flights. But here's an interesting fact to it, John. Mars, among the other objects that I'll talk about briefly, about what we can see humming up in our October skies, Mars is getting closer to the Earth, so I look at it with the telescope now. And People that have telescopes, they will be able to see detail on the planet Mars, even one of the polar caps. So Mars makes a close approach to the Earth, coming back here in just a couple of months. It's in the sky, in the early morning sky, high in the sky. And speaking of things, John, that we can see in our sky, this is totally amazing as we move into month the month of October, month number 10, It's set for another beautiful full moon called the Hunter's Moon as we move on to the 8th and 9th. And then we have an amazing meteor shower, which should be visible all across the listening area of your show. It's called the Orionids, and it peaks around the 21st and 22nd. You look in the east just before sunrise near the constellation, of course, the namesake Orion. But if you get to see any of these meteors, John, this is even more prolific because many people call them shooting stars. They're debris from comets. But, John, this comes from Comet Halley. The most famous of all comets, which won't return to us until twenty sixty one. So the sky is rich with things to see. The space stories are just so amazing, and hopefully the Artemis rocket successfully as it was put back into the little enclosure called the Vehicle Assembly Building to protect it from the hurricane. And we pray for all those that are suffering down in Florida and other areas. But this should be a great season, John, as we welcome in October, and hopefully more to say next week as we talk about things that to remind people want. Always remember to keep your eyes of the skies.
0: Steve Cates, also known as Dr. Sky. Thank you so much and uh, God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.
1: Thank you, John. Thanks for having me.